Today's daf is daf non tes, page 59, and we are two lines from the bottom of non ches on the 58b, tonra bonon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. And to pick up where we left off, again, last time we discussed the halachas, that the carbon atomid was the last carbon to be brought every day, um, that was the last Avaida to be done. The exception to this rule is the carbon Pesach, and we are about to try to prove and understand why carbon Pesach is an exception to the rule. Why is it that the carbon Pesach was allowed to be brought after the carbon atomid on Erev Pesach? So here we go. Again, again, we are we are two lines from the bottom of Nunches. Amud Beis. Tanur Abanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. Tamid Kaidim La Pesach. The carbon atomid the afternoon was brought before the carbon Pesach. Pesach Kaidim Lakateres. And the carbon Pesach came before the Kateres. And Kateres Kademis Laneres. The Kateres came before the Neres, before the lighting of the Menaires. So basically, the way that on Erev Pesach, the way that the Avaida for the Kahanim ended during the day, was you had the carbon atomic of the afternoon, then we had the carbon Pesach, then we had, excuse me, the Kateris, and then we had the lighting of the Menaira. And now the Gemara is going to try to understand why this is an exception to the rule. Usually a carbon is not allowed to be brought following the carbon atomic. It says about the evening, it should be later on, it should be brought uh, towards the end of the afternoon, meaning that the carbon atomid, about which it doesn't say evening, it says the afternoon. So since the carbon atomid uh, was brought in the afternoon, and the carbon Pesach, the, the way the Torah writes it is, what's later, evening or afternoon? Evening. And therefore, since it says about the carbon Pesach that it should be brought in the evening prior to Pesach, and it says about the carbon Atomic should be brought in the afternoon, you see from the Torah that, that uh, the carbon Pesach is brought after the carbon Hatom. Ask the Gemara Yachi if so, Kataris for Nevers Nami Niglula Pesach. If the reason why Pesach comes after the Kataris, I'm sorry, if the reason why Pesach comes after the Tamid, is because it says by the Pesach that it comes in the evenings, then why is it Tamid Pesach Ketiras Neirais? Let it be Tamid Ketiras Neirais Pesach. Pesach should be closest to the evening. The Menaira and the Ketiras only says Ben Arbaim. So that should become, that should come prior to the to the carbon Pesach. And for the Gemara, Shani awesome. No, the Torah says, uses the word Aisai. What does that mean? The Tanya we learned in Abraisa. The Menorah was lit from evening until morning, right? That's how it was arranged. That's how it was set up. Tain Lamidasa means that they had to have enough oil to burn from evening from Erev. Here's the word Erev. Adbaikar until the morning. Another Pshad is. Now, my timer, 
Why? So you see from from Aisai, what what was the Allah of the Menorah? That was supposed to be lit from Erev. Ad Baikir, you see the expression of Erev Taka, yeah? From the, it was lit in the evening. Aisai me Erev Ad Baikir, ve'in dover acher Erev Ad Baikir, meaning that this specifically, the Menorah specifically, has to be lit by Erev Ad Baikir, and nothing else uh, was me Erev Ad Baikir, meaning like this. Yes, we have the word Erev when it comes to the Karban Pesach. However, it also has the word Erev with an additional specification of the word I say, letting me know that this is the final Avaida completely of the day. Nothing was allowed to be done after the Menorah. Memela, the, um, the, the Pesach had to be brought before the Menorah, despite the fact that it has Erev, because Menorah also has Erev plus the Miyot, okay? The Iskish Kataris the Neris, the Kataris is, is uh, there's a Hekish between Kataris and Neris. And Mamela, here's the order, here's the bottom line. Tamid Shabain Arbayim, Karbam Pesach, Kataris, and then finally the Neris. Says the Gemara, Vitanya Kiki Shuyan. And when the Brysa was asked, Tamid Kaidum the Kataris, what we said is as follows The Tamid comes before the Kataris. No mention of the Karbam Pesach. Kataris Kadamas the Neiris. Kataris comes before the Menaira. The Neira is Kaibmas the Pesach. And the Menaira, Taka, comes before the Karban Pesach. Because let the Karban Pesach, where it says both Arab and Bain Arbayim, the Dover Slanam Arbay Allah, Bain Arbayim Bavad. It says it must be lit, may Arab Ad by Garan. Therefore, how are you going, if you're going to learn that the carbon Pesach came afterwards, what are you going to do with the word I say, that only it is, is, a, is the, you know, this is the final thing of the evening, nothing should be, should begin following the lighting of the Menaira. answers the Gemara, Hi, I saw, that word I saw is coming to exclude the Avayda Shebefnim, the Avayda done on the inside Mizbeach, what is the inside, what is burnt on the inside Mizbeach, Keteris, that is the Keteris, my meaning, Salkadai Dachamina, I would have thought to say, No, when Aaron lights the candles in the Benaira in the afternoon, it should, uh, that's when you burn the Ketairas. We should say, oh, first light the Benaira, and then burn the Ketairas. Oh, comes along the word Isai to be Mamai, to exclude and say that instead of using the word I say to tell me that the carbon Pesach is not allowed to be brought after the Menorah, we're going to learn out that the carbon Pesach Taka is permitted to be brought after the Menorah, but the Ketairas should be brought before the Menorah, says the Gemara. Okay, so if that's Taka true, if we're going to follow this Mahalach of the Drasha, what does it mean, when, Aaron, when it says that Aaron shall light the Menorah in the afternoon, that seems to imply that you have the Ketairas and then the Menorah. Says the Gemara, I'm sorry, you have the Ketairas, you have the Ketairas, and then the Menorah follow, you have the Ketairas, yeah, the way I originally said it, you have the Ketairas following the Menorahs. The Gemara is asking like this, if it says, Ben Arbayim Nachamol, and then we're being Makish the Ketairas, so the Menorah should be two steps removed from being the last Avaidah. Not only should the Korban Pesach come after it, but even the Ketairis should come after it. Says the Gemara, no, Hachi Kam Rachmanim. 
This is what Torah means to say. At the time that you light the neiros, the hey maktirena keteres. That the keteres should already be burnt. Taner the rabbis learned, and so shall we. There's nothing that comes before that. There's no carbon that was that allowed to be brought before the tumbit of the morning. Besides for the kateris, the kateris was the one avida, no carbonus, but the kateris was the one avida that was permitted to be brought prior to the the tumbit shell shachar. It says about the Keteres, Babiker, Babiker, Vyaktim Keteres, um, Dixir, Vyaktir, Allah, Aaron Keteres, San Babiker, Babiker, and Aaron should burn on the inner Mizbeach, the Keteres, in the morning, in the morning. So it says the word Biker twice. When it says something twice, it's stressing that that should mamish be the morning, so that's going to be the first thing in the morning. However, the carbon Hatamid Shal Shachar. But it only says biker once. Ve'in lechadavar shem akiv achar talmud shabein arbaim elo keteres v'neres upesach. And once you bring the talmud shabein arbaim as well, then there's nothing else that's permitted to be brought except for these three, like we've learned in the previous brayso. Mechuser kipurim bara pesach, and also a person who's who is a mechuser kipurim on erev pesach. There's another exception if a person is tummy and he has to take part in the carbon pesach but he can't do that until he has his carbon brought we'll make sure his carbon gets brought before nightfall when a person had to go to the mikvah again and he has a chiyav to eat his carbon pesach at night so avada over there we're going to take it that all into account and allow him to bring his carbon it's not specific to Arab Pesach that we're allowing Gamachusikipurim to bring his carbon after the Tamachal bin Arbaya, but any day of the year that is allowed, and the same halacha applies to somebody who goes to the mikvah and he wants to eat Kachim at night. He's got to bring a carbon first. That carbon is allowed to be brought after the Tamachal bin Arbaim. Says the Gemara Bishal of the Tanakama. This makes sense according to the Tanakama. Yavi say the Pesach Sheesh Baikaris because there's a Chiv. On on uh, Pesach, where there's, um, if a person does not take part in the carbon Pesach and he's mavatol the assay, there's a chiyuv karis. Okay, so that's pretty harsh. So we gotta so we gotta make sure that this person who already went to the mikvah, he just got he just needs to bring his carbon that he's not gonna transgress this. of uh, making sure that the carbon atomin is the last one in the afternoon. There's no karis there, so the carbon Pesach. Overrides the halacha, uh, the not the carbon pesach. I'm sorry, the carbon uh, that's a kapara for him that allows him to eat the carbon pesach is going to override the regular halacha of not bringing a carbon in the afternoon. But according to Rishmol, the son of Yechanan ben Breika, my Olmei. What's an afkamina between this assay and another assay? Because according to him, um, one assay, just because there's curries, does not override a different one. So over, him, over there, we're going to have a question because we have one assay going at another assay. How so? So let's explain this. There's an assay in the Torah, no carbona should be brought after the Tabbat Shalbein Arbaim. There's an assay in the Torah that a person is obligated to eat the carbon Pesach 
Here's the problem. This guy did everything that needs to be done, except he did not bring his kapara karma. He went to the mikvah, he's going to have nightfall, he's the whole, every step of the process is done. There's one thing left, and that is a karba needs to be brought. And guess what? He wasn't able to do it before the Tumnit Shobain Arbaim in the afternoon on Erev Pesach. He wasn't able to. So now, Ayvei, there's one I say, don't bring a carbon after the Tumnit Shobain Arbaim. But then, if you, if you follow that, this guy's going to be messed up. Because he's not going to be able to partake of a carbon Pesach. So he's going to transgress and I say. So the Tanakama we said makes sense. Tanakama says Taklet overrides. Sid. His I say, and we permit him to bring a carbon. Even though the Talmud Shabbat Arbayim was already brought, we permit him to bring a carbon. Sid. But according to uh, according to Rabbi Shmuel Ben Yisrael and Breika, he who who doesn't agree that the fact that there's curries involved allows one I say to override another I say. So why talk, are we allowing this guy's mechusr kipurim, why are we allowing his karban to override the assay of not bringing a karban after the Talmud Shabbat Arbaim? Amar Ravina, Amar Ravchista. Ravina says, in the name of Ravchista, hacha v'chata sa'if askinan. We're dealing with the chata sa'if, she'in lemizbeach ela dama. We're not dealing with the whole avayda. Rather, all you need is the sprinkling of the blood to be done on the inner Mizbeach, and to just do a sprinkling of the blood on the inner Mizbeach, Taka is allowed after the Tamad Shobin Arbaim, and that's how he's going to wiggle out. He'll say, oh, that's Taka, why it's allowed, because we're not dealing with the standard Mechus Kippurim, we're dealing with a Karban Chattas, or Papa, or Papa says, we could even talk about a Chattas Beima, and the Kayan was Makrivit, to, so that he doesn't come to a chiyuv of nicer, okay, where it, where it uh, stays, uh, where it stays overnight. We know that a karma is not let us stay overnight on the mizbeach without it being burnt. So halacha is that if even if you have a chatas of an animal, not a chatas of with the sprinkling, but a chatas of an animal, the halacha is um, it would be permitted to leave it on the mizbeach overnight in order to burn it following. The carbon atomid shall shachar the next day. I. It's the avayda. It's not. That's not an avayda because lamaisa. The main thing that you needed for the kapara for the chatas was the sprinkling of the blood, and that was already done. That was already done, and therefore the rest of it is not considered like it's be, it's taking place after the tumbet shall be asham. But what about the asham of a mitzayra? Um, and the halacha is that uh, a person who's tame as a mitzayra, he's got to bring this carbon ashram to finish off the, the process. Why is he allowed to bring it after the tamid on Erev Pesach or not? Bishop or Papa makes sense according to Papa Hainu de Melula. So this is why the Kayan leaves it overnight because since it's not an integral part of Avayid, he's going to have to wait. El Ravchista, Michael Neymar, but according to Ravchista, What's uh, what's going to be his logic? Because Rechista said we're dealing specifically with the chatas ha'ayf, because by chatas ha'ayf the sprinkling of the blood, which is an integral part of it, is done on the inner mizbeach. The Gemara answers, Amri. They said shakara v'ashamay. We're dealing with the guy was already makriv his, his the carbon asham prior to the carbon atomit, and therefore all that needs to be done is the sprinkling. 
But what about the Mitzayra also needs to bring a carbon ayla besides for a carbon asham. He has a carbon ayla that needs to be brought. And can that ayla be brought after the Tamit Shabin Arbaim? And if you're going to say that, oh, yeah, you're allowed to do that. You know why? Because it's not really an avayda. It's not an ikar avayda. It doesn't have much of an impact on the kapara of the Mitzayra. It's just something you need to do. It's not ma'akeb. But Tanya, but we learned in a bride. So Rabbi Shmuel ben Aishah brings Rebbecha. I'm a kishem shechatosev. I shove him ma'ak ben Aishah. I kachel osem akvosay. Okay, so we're stuck. We're stuck. We find many, many cases now. What we're leaving off with is that we find uh, other cases where you have a tamid shavin arbayim, and still there's karbanos which seemingly, although that they're ma'akev, they're allowed to be brought. But this is a contradiction to all the makayrus that we brought. going to say, oh, we're dealing with the matayr was makrevizayla first before the carbonat tamid umikrevizayla can you be makrev your ayla before the carbon chatas vatanya? A matayr can you bring his ayla before his chatas vatanya? But we learned in a bris of hikrev esasher lechatas rishaynam. You should be makrev this prior to the chatos. This has to be brought first. Matamud laima. Why do you gotta say the imla mishedikademus vayila? If you just tell me that chatos has to come before an ayla, what do you mean? I already know that. I read Karnemar. We already learned vesasheni yase ayla kamishpat. And the second one you make as a carbon ayla kamishpat the lefida halacha. So if you if um, you're bringing the carbon ayla afterwards, vice dice, the chatas was brought previously. So I already know that. Ella, rather, zebanav lechol chatas. You can tell me that with binyanav to all from Mitzayra to every other case of a chatas, you kaitin lechol ayla sabaz haleim to teach us that they should come before any ayla that's brought with the chatas, that any time a person's going to show up with a chiyav ayla and chatas, the ayla always has to come first. The kaimalon, the afilu chatas oif kademes the ayla's behema, and and uh, it's going to come out from here that even a chatas oif has to come before an ayla's behema. And if that's true, here's the problem. The problem is, if you ever have a carbon ayla without a carbon chatas, there's going to be no point in bringing your ayla because that's not what's. Uh, solidifying, we'll call it, or impacting the Avaida in the strongest fashion. On that, Amar Rava, Rava says, Shani Oilas Metzairah, Oilas Metzairah is taka different. The Rachmana Amar, because the Torah says, Top of Amad Beis, the Heel HaKoyen Es Oilas, the Koyen brings up the Karbon Oilas, Sheheel Kvar. What does it mean, the Karbon Oilas that was already brought, meaning the Oilas is brought prior to the carbon chatas, period. Okay, end of that discussion. That really just helped us uh, solidify the halacha. Solidify the halacha, that the last impactful carbon to be brought on a regular day was a carbon tamen shalbein arbayim, with the exceptions that we listed in the Mishnah, the Pesach, the Tyres, the Menorah, and then we went on a discussion about why we find there's other carbonas that at times are also permitted to be brought, and that was the whole thing that, oh yeah, maybe you could bring a carbon, but only when that's not like the carbon that's bringing the totality 
of the Hakrova to fruition. It's because you got to bring multiple carbonates, and this carbon itself didn't have the major impact. Okay, but the bottom line is we have our Makar, we have our source. Besef. Zok the Gemara. The Gemara is going to follow this halacha, but take us on a little bit of a different course of a little bit of a different course on of uh, logic. But this discussion is going to continue towards the bottom of the Amud, where we're going to have a uh, a new mission. Okay, so we're just going to now we're going to recall the halacha that we mentioned and start to describe the process. Here we go. Amar le Rav Shemem Bar Abba le Rav Papa Rav Shemem Bar Abba says to Rav Papa second line non tes Amud Beis ledidach to Amre Milo Melina Barosh Hashem Esbeach according to you that said the Karmen Atamid was burnt and it stayed overnight on top of the Mizbeach Kavina Vavdina Melsa LeKahanim Dalsu Balideta Kalam Why are we going to do something to the Kahanim that brings it Kaimin Vavdina Melsa LeKahanim Dalsu Balideta Kalam Are we going to do something for the Kahanim that may come to an Avera? Now, how will it come to an Avera? These Kayahanim, when they show up the next morning, they're going to see the, the meat laying over there on top of the Mizbeach. And what are they going to do? They're going to think that this was, uh, that, that this was uh, offered today. And they're going to come to, uh, they're going to come to burn it which is an Avera. Now, the reason why this is an Avera is there's a Chiyuv to complete all of that particular daily Avaida before the, the Tamid Shalbein Arbayim. And what's going to happen is if you leave it overnight, so... They're, they might see, the Kahana might see this lying there and burn it even before the morning comes. They'll burn it even before the morning comes. There were many other, the Hector Chalom Veivar, right? The burning of the fats and limbs of a regular carbon was done overnight. So over here also, the Kahanim are going to, uh, to mistakenly use this Avaida. No, don't worry about the Kahanim making a mistake. The Kahanim are to me, the Chamim, they're ultra careful. And if they leave the chatas on the Mizbeach overnight, they'll certainly make sure that the other Kayahanim who are doing the Hector Chalam Yavaram are not going to confuse this. Amalei Ravashi, the Rav Kahana. Ravashi says, Rav Kahana, Va'amri la Rav Huna, Rav Rav Nosna, Rav Papa. Some say it was Rav Huna, the son of Rav Nosna, says to Rav Papa. V'hakama de la miskatri emurim. As long as the, the, the Hector Chalam, I'm sorry, as long as the, the um, limbs of the animal were not yet burnt, so the Kahanim are not allowed to eat their meat. Meaning like this, there are some carbonus, i.e. a carbon shlamim, a carbon chatas, where you have, part of it is burnt to Hashem, part of it is eaten by the Kahanim, by a shlamim, it's also eaten by the owner. Now the halacha was that the Kahanim, or the owner, you're not allowed to eat your part of the carbon until the part that's for Hashem is already burnt. Which means like, Kaviyachal, Hashem ate it already, right? First you burn the parts that need to be burnt, you take care of that part, and then the Kahanam are allowed to eat it. So Rav Ashi says to Rav Kahanam, some say it was Rav Huna, says to Rav Papa, 
but we're gonna we're gonna end off with another problem, because we know that until the parts of the etchatas are burnt, kahanim lematzi achli basar, the kahanim are not allowed to go ahead and eat their meat, so they're gonna be having their own part of the carbon pass of their of the carbon chatas or any other carbon that's laying there, and they're gonna have to wait an entire night. To uh, to make until the parts are burnt. The Tanya and how do you know that's the halacha? We learned in a brayso. Yachol yo kahanim rasham bechaz of a shayk because the makdor zimurim. You might eat kahanim or ladi the kahaz of a shayk that goes to them before the burning of the zimurim. Tamu amir victor a kain as a chelav amis beichel the kain burns the the chelav the forbidden fat from his beach va hadar va haya chaz la arn the bottom. Then it says the the kahaz of a shayk the breast and the thigh go to the kahanim. So you see the kahanim are not allowed to eat anything. Eat the parts that go to them, the matnas kahuna, until the matnas mizbeach, until the part that goes to the mizbeach is burnt up. And if the kahanim haven't yet eaten their meat, so the owner doesn't have a kapara yet anyway. How do you know that when somebody brings a karbachatas, you only get a kapara once the kahanim eat your meat? How do you know? We're taking this step by step. And they should eat. When they have a kupar, when they have a kapara. When is the owner allowed to eat? When does the owner get his kapara? When the kahanim eat. The owner eats, and the kahanim, I'm sorry, the kahanim eat, and then the owner has a kapara. Well, guess what? If this guy is going to bring his carbon chatas, because, oh, burn it after the Talmud bin Arbaim, because this guy needs a kapara, and then, the, and then you'll just wait till the next morning. Guess what? If you're waiting till the next morning to burn it, then the Kahanim aren't eating it till the next morning, and if the Kahanim aren't eating it the next morning, he never, cleated, he never completed his kapara in the first place. And if he never completed his kapara in the first place, why did you squeeze him in before sunset? It didn't help him anything. Very gishmak. Amar Lay, see, he answers, he says back, it says back to him, Kivan Delay Efsher, since it wasn't possible, right? You can't burn the parts of the carbon Pesach that are brought after the carbon Atomid. Why wasn't it possible? Because the carbon Atomid was the last Hakrava. The Bain Arbayan was the last Hakrava of the day. So then the Chavim made a loophole for this guy. And they said, you know something, Azai? You need a Kapara. With the chatas, in order to be able to join the carbon pesach, or in order to have kachim at night, you got a problem here, because the tamar shabin arbaim was already brought. So we're not allowed to be mocker of anything. We'll tell you what. We'll start the process for you, and the actual burning of it, you'll get your kapara, sprinkle the blood, but the actual burning of it will be done the next morning, because we can't burn it. You can't do the whole akrava because. It's the hakrava that's a problem to bring after the Tamad Shobain Arbaim. That's the issue. So we, what do we just ask? Hmm. Well, if you're waiting to burn it, then the Kahanim are waiting to eat it, and the owner doesn't have a kapara anyway. So what did you just do for him? And for the Gemara, no. He will get a kapara. You know why? Because, Kivan Delay Efsher, since it wasn't possible to do a whole hakrava, Therefore, the Chamin considered this unique case to be like a case where a person brought a carbon chatas. Listen to this halacha. person brought a carbon chatas. You know what? Let's, re- let's let the Brysa talk for us. 
Let's keep reading. The Brisa will tell us that this unique halacha. The Tanya, the Brisa taught us. I might think that if a person brings a karmachatas and the limbs that need to be burnt are lost, I need a kapara. I give it to the kahanim, and the kahanim lose the parts that need to be burnt for my chatas. I might think, lo yu kahanim zakon If you don't burn those parts, then the kahanim can't eat their their uh, kahuna, their matnas uh, kahuna. You know why? Because again. In order for them to eat, the other part needs to be burnt. If the part's lost, they can't eat. That's what I would have thought. Talmud Laimar, Vahaya Hachoze The breast should go automatically to Aaron and his children, meaning Mikomakim. Meaning Mikomakim. In a usual case, in a standard case, the Kahanam need to wait. But. If it ever gets lost, then the Kahanim don't need to wait. So what's happening here? What's happening here is, if a guy's makriv, his carbon chatas, after the tamid shobin arbayim, you're not able to burn it till the next morning because of the halach. Does that mean does it have a kapara? No, he does. You know why? Because the Kahanim will still be allowed to eat it. Because the Rabbonah make this unique case that I want to consider it like it's lost. Since I need to wait till tomorrow morning, it's like I have no access to it. It's like it's lost. And if the kahanim eat it at night, as soon as they eat, eat it, I get my kapara. Says the Gemara of Kahana Rami. Of Kahana asks a contradiction. Brand new question on their general premise. You're not allowed to um, leave the fats of the um, the carbon over until the morning. Now let it leave the, the the fats of the carbon pesach over until the morning. Ad uh, Rashi explains it's also talking about the carbon chagiga. Ad biker hutla yalan. You can't leave it over till the morning. It could stay overnight. Yeah, as long as you burn it before the morning. And then it says you should burn on it the chalveyashlam. Which means you should complete all the carbonis, but not by the afternoon. Carbonatomit. Who He asks this contradiction. He answers, Taisru. The the pasuk's talking about where they were left over from a carbon that was brought before the carbonatomit, and there the halacha is that it's allowed to be burnt even after the carbonatomit. Okay. In other words, he had a contradiction. Do I need to be done before? Uh, does everything need to be done by the time the carbon, uh, the the carbon tamid shavin arbayim is makriv, or not? We find a halacha that you're that you're allowed to burn it during the night. That's after the carbon tamid shavin arbayim. His answer is, oh no, because in that case, the carbon was brought and sprinkled prior to the tamid shavin arbayim. All that was done beforehand. So the, the general hakrava was taken care of. The only thing missing was the burning. Okay? The burning is allowed to be done after the Tamid Shabin Arbay. Last halacha of this Gemara. Rami Rav Safra Rav. Rav Safra asked a contradictory question to Rav. 
It says in the Torah, the carbon Pesach is not allowed to remain over till the morning. It can't be left over till the morning. But it seems, as long as you burn it right before morning, there's no problem at all. As long as the, what, anything that needs to be done is taken care of before Eliezer Shachar, Altz git. But it says, Eilas Shabbos b'Shabbatay. There's a pasuk that says the oil of the Shabbos needs to be on its Shabbos, which means v'lay oilas chayil b'Shabbos. Oil of a weekday is not allowed to be burnt on Shabbos. V'lay oilas chayil b'yomtiv, and a weekday oil is not allowed to be brought on a yomtiv. So, how is it shayach if you have the the emurim? We'll call it the emurim, the body part of a carbon pesach. The carbon pesach was sprinkled on Friday. When are you going to burn it? On Yom Tif, even on a Monday. You sprinkled the blood of the carbon pesach on Erev Pesach on Monday. When are you burning it? On Yom Tif. But you're not allowed to take a carbon that's brought on weekday and burned on Yom Tif. So how are these psukim shtim? How does it work out? Amar he said back to him, Gvar Ram Yoniyale Ravaba Barchiel Ravavo. Rab Ravaba Barchi already asked this question to Rabbi Avo. Vishonale Ravavo responded, Hocha Barbo, also Shalias Peshabaskino. We're dealing with uh, Erev Pesach that falls out on Shabbos. Okay? The Chelve Shabbos craven beyond. Since the carbon Pesach was brought on Shabbos, the halacha is the fat of Shabbos are permitted to be burnt on Yom Tif. So you can't do weekday to Shabbos, weekday to Yom Tif, but you're allowed to do Shabbos to weekday. If it's shechted on Shabbos, you're allowed to burn it on Yom Tif. Shabbos goes into Yom Tif, you're allowed to shecht it on Shabbos and burn it on Yom Tif. Amar leh, mishum dechelvi Shabbos kreb Yom Tif, just because the fats of Shabbos can be burnt on Yom Tif. Anan neku v'neimoleh, are we going to go ahead and say the high crow bar bosh chalias b'shabbos that this pasuk is dealing with the fourteenth day and that fell on Shabbos? That's a very random case. That's a very unique case. It doesn't happen that often. So because you were in a pickle, you're going to give me this random case. He says, "What else do you want?" That's basically his response. Either you're going to be left with a contradiction in psukim that leave us totally confused as to the halacha. Or you let me explain it like this and say that the Pesukim are dealing with the Shabbos that goes into Yontif. You let me explain. You're right. You want it to be a more common case? Yeah? Last letter of the Aleph base. Tough. This is how it has to be. And this is this is, must be what the Pesukim are referring to. Period. We are completely done with that discussion letting us know, again, the, the which one comes first, the Karvim Pesach, the Tamid shall be in Arbaim and the halachas of a Tamid shall be in Arbaim. Period. Okay. Next Mishnah is going to, um, to discuss a different aspect of Karban Pesach. And this, this I think we're a lot more familiar with. We weren't so familiar with times when, you know, how exact, what time you bring everything and how it all works, which carbon, which order, even though it's Kedai, Pesach Hashem this year, we'll have all these halachas. Yeah, Shiach's on his way. Um, so, Baruch Hashem, we're learning this. And the Siyam on Psachim happens to come up right before Pesach, which is, uh, which is very gishmak, very interesting. 
But the next mission is going to discuss something that we're very familiar with from Zvachim and Menachis, and that is Pigel. Okay? Which is that we know when you bring a carbon, it has to be brought, the shame carbon. As brought the shame carbon. You can't bring a carbon ayla, a kayan can't have in mind when he brings the carbon ayla thinking it's a shlom. Right? It has to be lishma. You have to know what you're doing at the time that you're doing it. The question is, how does a carbon pesach fall into all of this? What's the halacha of a carbon pesach? We know as far as nicer is concerned, we just uh, discussed that a little bit. What about as far as uh, pigle is concerned? All right, so here we go. Ha-Pesach she-shochtu shaloi lishmo. A person who shechts a carbon Pesach thinking that it's a carbon shlom. That's what Rashi says. A person thinks it's a carbon... You take a carbon Pesach, and when you shecht it, you have in mind, harei zu shlomim. The kibel, you did kabbalah sadam, you caught the blood. The halach, and you did the hailacha, you walked, vizarak, shalai lishmai. And you sprinkled it, shalai lishmai. The whole time, or at any one of these times, I thought it was a carbon shlomim. Ay, lishmai, vishalai lishmai. Or, I did some and some. For example, I shechted it, and I caught the blood, lishem shlomim. And then I carried it and sprinkled it l'shem Pesach. Some and some. Ay shalai l'shmai v'l'shmai. Or you started out shalai l'shmai. And it became l'shmai. All these cases, if you don't have metchila v'adzai from beginning to end, that you had in mind for it to be a carbon Pesach, puzzle. This is not a valid carbon Pesach. Okay. That is the ratio of the Mishnah. Clear? Karb Pesach, all four steps of the service, Shechita, Kabbalah, Halacha, Zerika, it all needs to be L'Shem Pesach. Ketzad L'Shmoi V'Shalei L'Shmoi. Give me a case. What's a story? Where a person did it L'Shma and Shalei L'Shmoi. L'Shem Pesach L'Shem Shlom. He says, I'll tell you, you started out, you shechted it, think, knowing it was a carbon Pesach, and then you forgot, and you had in mind that it should be a shlom. Shalai lishmai v'lishmai. What about where you started out shalai lishma and it ended up being lishma? That's l'shem shlomim. You shechted it and caught it l'shem shlomim, l'shem Pesach, and then it became a Pesach. So the obvious question over here is going to be, you know, we, we could figure this out on our own, the Seifa, the second half of the Mishnah, right? So, the Gemara, I think it's Kedai to hold it here, because it's the beginning of a much longer sugya, but uh, the Gemara is going to get into the, the uh, what the Seifa is adding to the Reisha, and particularly the first question of the Gemara is going to be, what happens until now in the in the safe of the Mishnah we said you you did one step Lishma, one step Shalai Lishma, right? I had in mind, let's say, my Shita was Lashem Pesach. 
my Kabbalah was L'Shem Pesach, and then when I carried it, it was L'Shem Shlom. <clears throat> what we're going to start tomorrow, Bez Hashem, is what happens if within one step I had multiple intentions. During my Kabbalah Saddam, while the blood is going in, I started out thinking that it's L'Shem Pesach, and by the time it was, you know, as it's filling up, I, my mindset changed L'Shem Shlom. So that's going to be a, a very, very interesting discussion. We'll pick up with uh, tomorrow, Bez Hashem, and we will hold it here for tonight. We're four lines from the bottom of Nun Tesum and Base.